Welcome to Songs and Stories, the not-for-musicians-only music podcast. Well, alrighty. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories episode number 105. Moving right along into the triple digits here for 2011. Well, I hope the weather's treating you nice wherever you're at. Um, here on the West Coast, it's uh, it's almost the day before spring, although spring's going to be in the 30s and it's going to rain for about a week. But uh, as people keep saying, we need the rain, you know, but uh, anyway, it's wet, it's cold, I'm inside doing podcasts. I hope you're somewhere nice and toasty warm listening to them, and thank you for your time to listen. Today we're going to be talking to somebody who, and this is one of those cases where when I'm trying to set up these interviews, sometimes it takes a while. This one took literally a year, even though the guy lives about eight miles down the road from me. Today we're going to be talking to uh, a local singer-songwriter, Craig Rayburn who I met just about a year ago at K-Pig Radio when he was playing there with his brother Keith Rayburn and the Rayburn Brothers. They've been playing locally here for quite a few years, and uh, Craig did a solo release of original tunes back at the end of 2008, a, uh, a CD called Coyote, which is a very, very fine listen, and we're going to hear a little bit of that in just a couple of minutes. But uh, Craig plays with his brother Keith as the Rayburn Brothers, and they play in a very pretty substantially large band in a lot of local venues. I've seen them a couple times in there. It's just great California songwriting, you know, and as you'll discover in this chat with Keith, um, excuse me, Craig, you know, it's very Southern California country rock, 70s influenced, and it really shows in his music and it's great stuff. But we're going to do something uh, next month on April 17th that's going to be quite special. I've been doing these... Uh, in the round songwriter showcase shows at the Carlitas Cultural Center at 129 Hames Road in Watsonville every other month or so. And next month, it's going to be me and Craig Rayburn and Sharon Allen, who I talked to way back in, let me nonchalantly click, Songs and Stories. Hang on. Stay with me. Stay with me. Songs and Stories 89 and 90. I talked to Sharon Allen. And so the show is going to be me and Craig and Sharon doing In the Round. And the kind of cool thing about this is Sharon usually plays with the Sherry Austin band. We'll see if she has her own music. And Craig usually plays as part of the Rayburn Brothers. But it's going to be Sharon solo, Craig solo, and me, three songwriters, taking turns doing songs, doing that In the Round thing that I've become so fond of. It's going to be a lot of fun. That is Sunday, April 17th at 6 p.m. at the Corlitas Cultural Center. At, again, 129 Hames Road in Watsonville. <clears throat> but I figured this show was a good excuse to get together with Craig finally, <laughs> talk to him and hang out. And this time we kind of turned the tables and I talked around his, his kitchen table. Went out to his place, which is actually out in Corlitas. And uh, very nice little cabin in the woods, very cozy and homey. And we talked about uh, where the first CD came from and uh, this show coming up and some other things that you'll discover soon enough. And it was a really fun chat, and I think you're really going to enjoy getting to know this guy. And, and kind of the, uh, the the kicker on this, and we talked about this, I think, during the interview, is he doesn't talk a lot from stage. You know, he's got these great songs, but he doesn't do a lot of patter. So with just Craig and me and a recorder, <laughs> he had to speak. And uh, I really wanted to get his story down. And I think you're really going to enjoy this. And as you'll soon discover, 
Craig has been playing for several decades. It's really only in the last um, several years that he's actually started recording and doing his own songs, and um, it's really great stuff. So what I'm going to do now is cut to a couple of cuts from his CD. And first of all, if you're new to Songs and Stories, thank you for joining me and us and listening and learning more about this particular artist, Craig Rayburn. If you want to find out more about this podcast or what I'm doing, you can go to my site, michaelgather.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. Look for the section on Songs and Stories number 105, and I'll put links to Craig's site as well as information about our show and, you know, information about Craig and probably some things that we talk about along the way. Craig's site is craigrayburn.com. That's C-R-A-I-G-R-A-Y-B-U-R-N.com. So check out those sites as you're listening if you have a computer in front of you. And in the meantime, let's get to it. We're going to hear a little bit of, oh, let's see. Time Waits, the opening track off Coyote, and uh, probably a song that has a lot of humor, and I really like that one a lot. So we're going to hear a little bit of those two, and then we'll go out to Corlitas and talk to Craig Rayburn around his kitchen table. Here we go. Here's a little bit of Craig's music and a chat with Craig Rayburn. I'll bet you'll miss me then 
When you really feel like ice cream But you ain't wearing nothing And it's cold outside Maybe even raining I'll bet you'll miss me then I'll bet you'll miss me then I'll bet you're gonna miss me then I was thinking this is um this is the first I usually do this around my kitchen table. This is the first time I've done it around somebody else's kitchen table. Oh really? Except, oh, okay. except, no, I, I take it back. I did one around sleepy John Sandage's kitchen table and interviewed Colin Gilmore. So but, yeah. but um nice to do this thing finally. We actually talked about it, it was a year ago at K Pig. Oh right. Said, oh you gotta meet Craig and do the do Michael's podcast and then your wife Leslie and I traded probably seventeen emails. <laughs> I mean, really, it was just like, how about this weekend? Well, I'm playing. How about this thing? Well, Craig and Keith are off out of town. They're playing. And then I come out during the week. Well, then we can't get Craig or Keith. And then um, I think finally I wrote back and I said, you know, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. And I was thinking, we're doing a show next month, so now it's supposed to happen. All right. <laughs> yeah, good. So it's good, to, it's good to be out here and finally get to hang a little bit and visit. So um, I was reading your bio and... Um, and we were talking earlier about how you don't talk a lot from stage, uh-huh. but now you have to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't cover it up with music, which this will be fun. Right. But I was reading your bio, and I didn't realize that you've really been out playing and singing for a long time, but doing your own thing is kind of recent. I mean, the last several years. Right. It is. Yeah. So I was talking right. about like what you've done in the past and maybe what led up to this. Yeah, we... A guy I went to college with, we kind of reconnected back in the early 70s mm-hmm. and decided to put together a band. We kind of put together really sort of a bar band, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so, I, you know, I always wrote songs and there would always be a few of my originals would throw in the set. Yeah. It would be like 80% of it would be yeah. covers. Right. You know? And so, did the played around here, played the Catalyst and stuff, but, but this is back in like the 70s. And there were probably a lot of places to play, too. There were a lot more places So back that, 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 that thing I hear from a lot, though, were there more places to play 20 years ago than there are now? Were there really more places we could go out and play? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Just because we played a lot of places around mm-hmm. here. And now I can't think of that, at least like for bigger places. Now, right. Now it seems like there's more more acoustic type places right. to play. Tiny places. Tiny places. For tips. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, see, and I wonder because doing the Americana thing, I wonder is it just because I or we or you know sort of our peers are doing this very specific kind of music, or there just aren't that many places to play, or is it a mix? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know for me and the guys I play with and stuff, also our, I think just our tastes have shifted more right. that way. You yeah. know, like we don't really. You know, I always used to play electric. Mm-hmm. And stuff, right? You know, and, and now I think I don't know. Maybe we're just getting old, so we <laughs> like the acoustic stuff, you know. Although I mean, I still have electric in my yeah. band too, because I but I like the mix, now. yeah. And I like also not having every song have to be a dance song. And mm-hmm. Stuff. You Probably know. part of that is when you're. I think when you're doing when you're doing the sort of the bar thing, you're kind of playing hopefully dance music, or you're right. playing, or you're kind of obligated, I think, to play songs for the most part people know, which is where the covers come in, right. And right. I think when you're doing kind of this thing, you're probably, and it could be because you've, you've, you've spent so many, what, decades playing, you probably get bored just doing that over and over. So you want to pull in the acoustic, you want to pull in Keith playing his, his dobro or the slide guitar, then you want to go back to electric, and then 
Yeah. You know, because probably because you've played, I'm assuming, so many kinds of music, you want to throw all that in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. And yeah. it's, it's nice to not have the pressure of entertaining the people who are there just to dance and stuff. Right. Yeah, even though that's fun, too. Yeah, absolutely. I love having people dance. Well, like we were talking earlier before the recorder was on, I think, you know, my wife and I and some mutual friends, we... We, start, we, we started 2010 with you guys out in Aromas at the Grange Hall. We concluded that on New Year's Eve, and, and that was a dance party. That was fun. It was, yeah. 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 We were dancing to original music, which was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think, I don't know, when, when people like your original stuff, too, it seems like, I don't know, it seems like then they're responding to you more than just that you're playing something that they yeah. recognize. Right. So that's kind of nice. It's pretty satisfying. It is. Yeah. It is, yeah. Feel like you're sharing more of yourself, I guess. Well, yeah, because the, there's a reason you wrote that song, and somebody's you know responding to it somehow. Yeah, yeah. You know, and talking about like you know, just you know um, getting bored of diversity. I mean, I was playing the Coyote record on the way out here again. I hadn't listened to it for a couple of weeks, and you know, there's fiddle, there's accordion, there's a little bit of electric. I mean, there's all there's all kinds of stuff on it. There's even it's, Dan doing some trumpets. On yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very it's a really cool, and I thought. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this, but I, I, I think my favorite cut is still, um, well, I got a fuse, but Cold in the Canyon. I thought that was such a, I thought that epitomized Coralitas, but coming out here um, on a cold, wintry night with this impending snowstorm, <laughs> you know, and all these songs talking about rain and the, I mean, the whole album's about Coralitas, yeah, or yeah. any place you might live, but yeah. it that really, song, yeah. yeah, it yeah. really fit the drive out here. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That song was written here. I mean, throw another piece of wood on the fire, you know. Well, when I got here, yeah. we're outside. I should probably put this on the the, the the creek outside, the rushing river outside your outside your, your front door. We're talking about how you don't get a lot of sun because you're down in the canyon. So right. you probably sat here and wrote that song, Cold in the Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. yeah, that's a place song for sure. Yeah. So you've yeah. always written, it sounds like. Yeah. Or you've been I, writing for a long time, at least. Yeah. I did. I actually did. When I was in high school, I did some solo performing. Mm -hmm. In high school. You know, I, what was that, Leslie? I just want to remind of the first song he wrote back, I think you're talking about right now, that oh, your what? mom still requests, the, the Mountain Girl. Oh, Mountain Lady. Mountain Lady. Mountain Lady, you know, right. You were like, what, 14? <clears throat> maybe 15. 15? And still, your mom's favorite song, right? She yeah, I think so. <laughs> Do you still play it? No, not with the band. That, that. It's that's a that's a funny that song I wrote. It's like about lost love and stuff. But before mm -hmm. I even was old enough to understand what that was, right, stuff, right, you know. So it's funny. I think teens who write songs kind of write that sort of like angsty kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> they, don't even, <laughs> they don't even know what angst is. Yet, no, they can't even yeah. spell it. Yeah, that's know? right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you've always written. So even when you're doing the cover band thing, you were still writing songs. Right. Right. Yeah. And some actually some of the songs off this album are twenty. Plus years mm -hmm. old. Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. So, what made you finally decide to do your own record? Um, oh, and going back to the, the cover band thing, so did you tour much or were you always, always playing locally or did you actually go cross country? We did. We did some tour. We did two pretty big tours, mm -hmm. but like out out into nowhere, like North Dakota, mm -hmm. Montana, and can Central Canada yeah. and stuff, you know, where we were like on the sea circuit. I think okay. you know where we'd go. You know, you pull into this 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 little tiny town, and, they, mm -hmm. and we'd play in this bar for a week. Right. You know, and then the next gig would be three hundred miles away. We go there and play there for a week. It's one of those things where but, you get back and go, 
maybe I want to keep my day job. <laughs> I don't know. But you know, we were so we, that's in our, we were in our twenties, right? You know, and it was, it was a great, great experience. It was yeah. great. We yeah. loved it. You know, yeah. just. Um, but yeah, but I mean, I don't think we could have done that forever, right? You know, some but, people do, and they yeah. and they show, and it shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was a load of fun. I always wanted to see South Dakota in the middle of winter, and now I have. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, so now we were, I'm done. We were in Cutbank, Montana, when Mount St. Helens blew. Wow. And uh, the ash floated like directly right. over us, you know, <laughs> fifteen hundred miles away. That show business. Yeah, that was funny. Wild. That's funny. Hmm. So these, so this, so and when? How did you get back? And what made you find a side to do the Coyote record? And how many years ago was it? This has been a couple of years. Yeah, now. about two years. I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, the band, my my cover band, we kind of we kind of kept it together, mm -hmm. you know. But it went from this thing where it was our whole focus, right? You know, practice three, four nights a week, and play all the time, yeah. to like slowly less and less and less, and then we all started getting married. And Getting jobs and stuff, mm -hmm. but we still kind of kept this band, right? But it, then it got to the point where, finally, it got to the point where we were playing like two times a year, and never practicing, mm. and it was just kind of you know somebody would pull together a gig, and, right? Right. And, but it was just slowly dying, basically. Yeah. And then um, a couple friends of mine just basically said, "We really think you should record mm -hmm. your songs," and they yeah. helped me out financially and stuff, and that yeah. was. And then Greninger also, he was going, yeah, you really should. He goes, I'll help you. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got, oh, nice. I know Tim Prince up at, you know, I'll sit right. you up in the studio and I'll, I'll, I'll help you find some people to come and play. I know nice, nice. And stuff. So, We're talking about Keith Greninger if you're listening at home. Greninger, yeah, right. Yeah. Local singer, songwriter, producer. Yeah. yeah. So he, he basically, he has credits for producing this mm -hmm. record. So he was involved from the very get-go. Basically, kind of talked me into it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. That is neat. Yeah, so you got kind of a push. I got push, and it's like it's like I'm sure your I, wife probably pushed you too. What she had? Yeah, no, yeah, she's very supportive. She's mm -hmm. always been. She's my, my she gets us gigs. She's now. great at marketing. She's, yeah, you get the yeah. emails. She's, she's like the one. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's easy because. I, I think he's good. Mm -hmm. You believe <laughs> so, in the product. I, I do. It's <laughs> yeah. so it's kind of like to me. It's like yeah, well, I, you are, like, people want, would want here. I want to get him out there and play. And uh -huh. I mean, so and then yeah. they have a blast when they do it. Yeah. But you didn't mention when you were doing a cover bands. It wasn't just entire cover bands. You always had your originals. Oh yes, right. You yeah, always wrote songs. Mm -hmm. But he was tending to do depending on the time. But you, I mean, there was a lot of dance songs. Mm -hmm. But then you'd throw in. All, you would have your slow, soft, romantic yeah. ballads all the time too. So right. they were always a mix, mm -hmm. which is right. what people like right. a lot because it wasn't just you know one covers. It was but, eclectic and versatile. Well, yeah. We talked about yeah. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'd, I'd write dance type songs too. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So it's it. Yeah. 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 But it's also funny. I listened to some of the songs I was writing in the eighties, mm -hmm. and they didn't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk about the eighties. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the Clash and the Police still recorded in the 80s, so it wasn't a completely loss of a decade. That's right. You know, That's right. So. so going through, so this, I'm looking at glare. We're talking about my 47-year-old eyes. I can't read this CD. Um, so there's, you know, 13 songs on here. And so how many, I mean, ballpark, how many songs did you have to pick from to figure out this is my first record? Um, uh, probably 100. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking for, like, things on a theme or just the songs you liked the most or you thought the ones that were just kind of... 
Well, you have, song selection is interesting because you go through this pile of songs for a record. It's like, what do I pick? Right. What's my theme? And right. And I kind of I sort of narrowed it down to like twenty songs that I thought mm -hmm. these are songs I'd like to record. Yeah. And then I actually sent those out to a lot of my friends and mm -hmm. stuff and said, just vote. You know, yeah. people who are familiar with my music. Right. Right. Kind of, Although it's funny, that actually didn't help at all because they were all over the map. Sure. <laughs> Careful what you ask for. Right, right. They but, picked the songs I don't like. You're right, exactly. <laughs> Why did you pick that? Did that really happen? <laughs> <laughs> but picking ones I don't like. Mm -hmm. Well, but all the ones I included were ones that I, I thought I could. They were know, candidates. Right, uh, they were candidates. Yeah. yeah. So, and actually, one song on here was written by my friend, Tres Pinos. Yeah, I didn't write that song, but that's what. <clears throat> It's funny. It's a funny <laughs> song. I know it is. John Saletta. John's the one who helped to motivate it. Yeah, John's those. actually the one who first goes, I'll yeah. help you do this. Yeah. Oh, nice. And yeah. he wrote the yeah. And right. so that's one reason I included his song. Mm -hmm. I mean, just kind of as a way of thinking. You know? <laughs> it's a great funny, because this is this heartfelt, kind of mournful, just really deep, and then there's this, you know, Trespina song at the end. <laughs> I know. It's a what? Song. Yeah. You know, it's great. It's, it's a contrast. Yeah. You know? It's it great when it he is. comes to the concert because when he gets up on stage. I was well, that, that was the, that was the show in January of yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was him. He got there. And again, it was like this, all this great music, and I'm like, what? All right. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think um, I was trying to pick favorite songs to talk about, but, I mean, I just love the image of Coyote. I just I love Coyotes. Um, we talked about Cold in the Canyon. I'll put that on a podcast so you guys could, at home can get a listen to it. But um, I think the one that really struck me when I saw you, and the first time I saw you guys play live, I think was the Crowley This Show. The Crowley This Show. I'm jumping Aromas. ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Aromas. Aromas, uh-huh. And when you, say, when you played Probably. Uh-huh. Um, where did that come from? That's um, it's, living it's, with a woman for 20 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> Everybody's on this podcast. <laughs> no, it's fine. You're part of the interview. He, um, you should tell the story how you wrote that. Wasn't it after a fight we had? Right, it was after a fight we had. You know, uh -huh. we're arguing about who's supposed to do what. I uh -huh. think, you know. <laughs> I love it because it's, I, I love songs that are like really, really descriptive. And what's the opening line of that song about the spider? Well, yeah, when you find some kind of spider hiding in the bathroom, mm -hmm. you can't get him outside, but you don't. Oh, you don't want to kill it, but you can't get him outside. I bet you're going to miss me there. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. There must be a lot of songs that come out of that dynamic. I have one that I wrote I wrote at home. for, And I, I have one that I haven't recorded it because my wife hates it. And it was it was my attempt at a love song that I really meant well. It was called You Look Fine to Me. Because he always said, how do I look? He looks fine. Right, right. And I really meant it. Yeah. And it came out as kind of sarcastic, but, but, but well-intentioned. And she hates it. And everybody else loves it. I'm like... Honey, can I please record it? No, I hate that song. <laughs> right, not like Eric Clapton, like, you look wonderful. Today. Right, no. <laughs> There's one song Craig just wrote, which might come out in his next album, he's thinking of doing. But um, at first, I wasn't sure I liked it. Uh -huh. Because it seemed like it was, like, like it wasn't one of these other heavy relationship songs, mm -hmm. right? And, and I seem like he was... This is why I write about dogs and coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> it's safer, right? It's safer, safer. yeah. It but is. it seemed like he was like, Wishing me goodbye. The song. I was like, oh, I'm so sad. But it turns out that's not what it's about. Then you gotta you gotta emphasize. Sometimes 
Sometimes you make stuff up because you're a songwriter. That's right. That's right. Right. And Poetic that's license. A lot. And yeah. It's not all just about us. It's sometimes right. just a feeling right. Right, that's inspired. Sure. And then you, you build a song around it. Or, you know, right. Just that feeling of it. There's a great line from Richard Schindel, who I adore. He's a great songwriter. And he has a song called Summer Wind Cotton Dress. And it's about this affair in the middle of summer in the South. And, and when he, when he, I saw him live once and he said, Yeah, people thought I had an affair. And with this woman and I lead a boring life. I love my wife, but I make stuff up. Right. Yeah. right. He goes, that's, I'm a writer. That's the dangerous right. songwriting sometimes, right? People take it literally. Right. That right. really, you know, happened. And, you know, oh, I had one about a music festival that people thought was like, no, I made it up. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a next record kind of in the, in, in the forecast? Are you working on the songs? Yeah. Well, now, you know, my brother, I got my brother We talk about Keith yet. Talk about your brother yeah. Keith. And have you guys always played together? Well, we did it when we were younger. Like yeah. We did when we were younger. And what does he, let's give him a plug. What does is, what is Keith Rayburn play? But he plays guitar also. Right. But one one of the really cool things that he plays is dobro. Yeah, he's a great dobro player. And lap steel, uh -huh. too. And so he's a very, very talented musician and songwriter mm -hmm. and singer. And so it's really, it's nice to have him on board. Yeah. You know, and we can kind of pool our things and I love singing with him and right love having him do harmonies with me and yeah and you've like, got what Sherry Allen called that sibling harmony I mean there's something about siblings singing that just really is kind of magic yeah yeah, yeah. I think he's my favorite person to sing with really probably yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's that, that's pretty neat so anyways our next record we're talking about it mm -hmm. we're looking for a studio now we're not sure where we want to go right but it'll be half his songs and then half my songs so it's a Rayburn Brothers Rayburn song. Brothers oh nice yeah yeah. Nice. So that, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. That'll be cool. That'll be the next podcast with right. Rayburn. Yeah. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. So that should be, hopefully within a year, we'll get that out. Yeah. Are you playing, are, you, are there songs you're playing now, kind of working them out? Or are yes. You, nice. Yeah. Okay. And so, and like what, this one here, I had an awful lot of people that I'd never played with before. Right. This was just, this was just kind of my solo thing and I'd just bring all these people right. in. It's a know? pretty full, I mean, there's a lot of people on here. There's a yeah. lot of people. This is kind of like the cream of the crop of the Santa Cruz. This is sort of like the Santa Cruz music mafia. It is. You've got Keith, you've got probably Jimmy Norris is probably Jimmy on here, Norris I'm assuming. Jimmy Norris Dan Kai, who just, Dan Kai. just like, I'm not, I, what, what did yeah. I say? When you play with better musicians, you always play better, but playing with Dan's like cheating. Because <laughs> he's so good. He is. Yeah. I know. It's but like, yeah, you had so like cool. everybody, I and mean, you had like the, the cream of the crop on this CD. Yeah. Yeah. And what's cool is Jimmy and now has kind of stuck with me. Oh, nice. So Jimmy, we're playing with Jimmy almost all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he'll be on the next record for cool. sure. But this time I think I'm going to try to mostly use the guys in the band. Make it more of a band record? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. So, and yeah, and I think they're all they're all excited about it, too. Oh, I'll so. bet. I'll bet. So that'll be pretty fun. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get Sharon in on a few tunes. Oh, yeah, have to, have to. And your other harmony singer, what's her name? Yeah, um, Eliza James. Yeah, she's great. She is really good. Where, yeah. did, where did she, when did she come along? She, well, my brother and she had a kind of a little a group, about three or four person group. Okay. They were playing around for a while. They call themselves the Felton Cover Bridge Band. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's a beautiful bridge in Felton. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've eaten so. pancakes there. Yeah. So I had my band going, they had their thing going, and then yeah. the record kind of, brought us together uh-huh so nice yeah that's cool yeah it's exciting yeah because when i've seen you play i've only really only seen you play the aromas thing twice and it's a pretty there's like 18 people up there I'm exaggerating <laughs> but there's a lot of people there's up there a lot of people yeah and when we used do to have you like Sarah, the big band more. thing or do you ever do it stripped down too do you kind of do both well we do strip down out of necessity yeah but just but 
Well, like we just we've played, been playing up at the um, the Roadhouse in Davenport. Yeah, I saw you playing Davenport. I thought they can't take the whole band up there. No, we yeah. stripped down, but even there, we're probably the biggest band they ever had. Right, right. We still have five people. And you're playing in front of the window. It's only about this big. Yeah, we're all like <laughs> yeah. a line back up against the wall. Yeah, yeah. But it's fun. It's fun playing up there. Nice. We yeah. Enjoy it. So, yeah, we, did, so we did New Year's Eve there probably like three years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's a cool place. You know it's how be- it is. Yeah, yeah, it's become a really nice music scene. Yeah. And that place is, is kind of quirky because trying to do sound and monitors with a window behind you. It's tricky. And plus yeah. you got audience over here and the audience over there. Right, right. So we actually have a friend of ours who did sound for us. Mm-hmm. And that was really helpful. Yeah. Because right? you can be out there, you know, checking it out. It's really, it's, you know, it's really tough when you're doing a band thing and you're doing your own sound. In fact, um... Usually, when I usually do a trio or with a drummer or percussionist if I do a band thing, and I always make the bass player Greg do do, do sound. <laughs> well, because you know when you're trying to perform and relate to the audience, not to be like a full of myself artist, but when you're trying to do your thing up there, right? And you're worrying about you know is the guitar loud enough, and someone in the back's going, turn the vocal down. Yeah. It's really hard to like get into your zone. It is. <laughs> it, it, it so is. God bless yeah. the sound people, or if you can dump it on somebody, that's even better. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Nick, my guitar player, Nick Hines, uh-huh. he usually kind of takes care of the sound if we don't have a sound. Guy. Yeah. yeah. So. You need some. And I think yeah. it's hard when the, yeah, the front man shouldn't have to do that, not to be a pretentious artist, but if you're like really kind of doing your thing, it's yeah. really tough. It is. Yeah. You don't want to have to worry about that. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about, it was, I was talk, we were talking earlier before the recorder was on. It's still recording. Good. I'm <laughs> glancing back and forth if you're watching at home. Um, <laughs> your wife, Leslie, and I, we, so, so you and I met at K-Pig about a year ago. Mm-hmm. We talked about doing the podcast. And then Leslie, your wife, and I started trading emails, and it just it didn't work out. I think we traded probably about 10 times. Well, how about this weekend? No, I'm playing out of town. Well, how about now? And finally, I said, well, it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen and now we're doing a show in a month and a half in Corlitas so yeah. you don't normally play solos do you this should be no. really fun last time I played solo was about 49 years ago probably. yeah this will be fun <laughs> so this in the round that we're doing is um, and I've talked about it on the podcast but it's usually me and two other songwriters and a friend of mine wrote me after last week's show and he said he goes what do you say? He goes, I like going to your shows because I never know what to expect. He goes, I go to some show and you've got a storyteller. I go to this thing in Corlitas and it's almost like a panel of songwriters bantering and it's just really different. Huh. And so I, I thought for this one it'd be fun to get Sharon Allen, um, who normally sings with Sherry Austin, who's also been up to this this thing in Corlitas. And then I was talking to her. She said, I thought about getting, maybe we could sing with Craig Rayburn. I'm like, that'd be fun. So this show's going to be with me and two people who normally don't play solo. Yeah. So you can talk if you want, or you can just sing your songs. That'll be fine, too. But I'm really looking forward to this. This will be fun. This should be fun, yeah. yeah. It'll be the most local show. Well, I, I tried to book something you. close to you. you yeah. Know? And I want to play with Craig. What's the closest venue to us? Yes, right there. <laughs> it was yeah, that right or in front of the creek, which we probably couldn't get a good turnout. So. Yeah. Cool. So where, where exactly is this at? Um, if you're watching at home, if you go to the meat market, you go down and uh-huh. you make a, you go up Hames Road. Uh-huh. It's about an eighth of a mile up on the left, and it says Corlitas Cultural Center. Oh, where like the library is? And it's right in front. Okay, it's the front room of the library. Okay, There's a stage in there holds about 35, 40 people max. All right, they got a PA. I usually bring my own PA. So. Oh, you do. Oh, okay, yeah. so it'll be fun. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, so I'm going to end this podcast. I think I'm going to like take us out with. Cold in the Canyon. So talk about that song again and kind of where it came from. Yes. Well, you know, we live kind of out in the sticks. 
semi-sticks. This is for, this, I actually found this really easy. It wasn't All right, hard. good. Yeah. Good. Although it's funny how many people, when they come to visit us, they always think they've gone too far before they get here. Even though we tell them it's four miles, but still they're like, God. Yeah, it was four miles, and I parked by the scam. Yeah. It was the little trailer. It was that easy. That was it. That was it. Yeah. yeah. But also, you know, after, you know, we drive in to work and we come out, and once you kind of get settled down in here, it's hard to think about getting motivating to get up and driving out again. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, really, because town's like 10 minutes away, 15... Well, eight minutes to the market. Okay. But but they close at 5 o'clock. Oh, so they're going to like into town by where I live in Safeway, it's probably like 20 minutes. 25, 20... That's a, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if you want to go see music or something, right? basically you got to go to Santa Cruz. Or right, 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 yeah. right. So, and, uh, and it gets cold up here. Mm-hmm. When winter, the sun just starts getting so low... That you start, you know, you start feeling because you're kind of in a hole here. We're kind of in a hole here. Yeah. In the summer, it's great. In the summer, you don't even notice it because the mm. sun's overhead. It shines through the trees anyway, so it feels like it's sunny. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? But in the winter, it gets low and it just kind of feel, it rains once and it stays wet for two mm-hmm. weeks. And so the winter is it's a it's a harder time I think to get through here. Right, you know? right. So, but. We still love it here. <laughs> it's pretty. It I'm going to leave before it starts snowing tonight. <laughs> you know, one thing I didn't ask you about, what are your influences as far as songwriters? Because you're so eclectic. Um, gosh, you know, that's just a long list. Yeah, it always you know? is. And it's always, it, I'm always Give afraid to three. start because you act like people will think, oh, that's his main influence or something. But it's just, yeah, it's, all, it's always all over the place. Everybody. It's like yeah. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Yeah. You know, huge early influence. Right. You know? But the first album I ever bought was Cream, his Rainy mm-hmm. Years, you know. I'm it's, guessing Jackson you know, Brown's in there. Some Jackson Brown's California totally one of my favorites, Jackson yeah. Brown, especially his first three albums. Right. I just love, you know. Um, Tom Petty. Yeah. I like Tom Petty, you know. Yeah. Um, Little Feet, Lil George. Yeah. You know, Graham Parsons, you know. So it's like, it's, but I guess a lot of sort of that California 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely shows in your writing. Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, I have, you know, play this for people who are my age, and they recognize it as music from their era. Or right. Something, you right. Know? So. Well, you know, for me, I, I kind of saw, you know, and it's a compliment. I saw, I saw, it's a compliment, but I saw a lot of Keith's sort of like support on this album. It kind of came through in the sound, and, and I look at Keith having those same influences. That's oh, cool. yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, when he and I get together and play, it's like, any song either of us pulls out, the other one knows that song. Right. Pretty much. Right, you know, right, right. it's like our library is pretty, yeah. pretty close. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. being a guy like like many of us who have a, a you know, a day, I always call it the job that supports the other job, the day job. <laughs> right. So do you just, do you like carve out time to write? Do you wait for inspiration? Or when you, you have like an hour here, you just sit and just start writing? Or do you write everything down and come back to it? Or is it kind of everything? Yeah, it's kind of everything. And, yeah. you know, since I got married and had kids... It's mm-hmm. been a lot harder. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I went to, through a really dry period, several years actually, right before this record came out. Mm. But then, since the record came out, sort of music has been I've been sort of really enthused. Plus, about you're playing it. a lot. Too. Plus, we're playing. Yeah. So I started writing again, and that's really nice. I feel like I broke the writer's block. Right. Or something. Right. It's cool when that happens. When it you is. Like, when you all of a sudden it's like I know I can write songs. I've done it before, but I'm not. All of a sudden it's like here it comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that's really exciting, I'm, and that's one reason I'm excited to go, to, you know, go in the studio again. And, yeah. Because now I got this new stuff, and I'm excited about it. You know? I share it with people and record it and get it down. That's right. Well, I, at this cool. show, I'm sure I'll try to play everything that's new. Yeah. Because that's always I the do, most exciting stuff. You know? you know, it's funny. I don't know if it's like the, the ba- being a bad business person, but you, you know, you have some past work that you're trying to start. Not move product. You're trying to. You hopefully people buy your CDs. Right. But then you have this new stuff. And like at last Sunday's Clear Show, I think I played like two songs off my previous CDs, and I just kept playing all the new stuff. Right. Right. Because <laughs> that's what you're excited about. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like the CDs are good, but this new song is real. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is why nobody makes a living. I know. <laughs> I know. My, Leslie had downloaded this article about how nobody's tired of your songs except you. You know, so keep uh, playing your old songs, the songs that people recognize or whatever. Yeah. You got to mix it up. You got to mix it yeah. up. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, keep us posted on the new record, and I'll see you in about a month in Coralitas. Sounds great. I'm cool. looking forward to it. Once again, singer-songwriter Craig Rayburn at his kitchen table out in Coralitas, along with some insight from his wife, Leslie Rayburn, who, uh, if you're listening, Leslie, thanks again for coordinating um, all these emails and scheduling the last year. I'm glad we all finally got together and had a chance to chat. So again, you can see me and Craig Rayburn and Sharon Allen together in the round on Sunday, April 17th at 6 p.m. at the Corlitas Cultural Center at 129 Hames Road in Watsonville. And for complete details on that, you can go to my site, michaelgather.com. Click on shows and there's the address and all the info you might need. It's really a, it's, it's been a great little series going on its second year with me kind of running things out there doing this every other month songwriter series and it's really a lot of fun and i'm really looking forward to sharing the stage with sharon and craig it's going to be a very very fun night um once again also if you want to find out more about sharon allen you can go to my site and there's a podcast on her a two-parter i did last year you can just go to my site and just click on the search box Uh, also craig's cd coyote was produced by local singer songwriter keith greninger who we mentioned during that interview and you can Here are a couple of interviews with Keith on my site, too. So just go to the search box or go to the podcast archive page and look for Keith Greninger, Sharon Allen, or this new one with Craig Rayburn. So I really appreciate your time for listening, and I hope you got some interesting uh, insights into Craig and his music. And it's really, really good stuff. And I just hope you get a chance to either come to the show or listen online or just keep tabs on what him and his brother Keith Rayburn are doing. Coming up next on Songs and Stories, I'm finally going to um, finish off my leftover, leftover, sounds like they weren't important, my remaining 2009-2010 interviews with my buddy Greg Kitchell, who I talked to last year up at the American River Music Festival. I'm going to do a, uh, a chat with um, Greg at his campsite. We'll talk about the festival and uh, Greg's music, and I'll also give you a preview of this year's festival coming up the third weekend of September. I'll let you know right now the big headliner is James McMurtry. It's three days of rafting and hiking and music and two full days of main stage bands and a lot of stuff going on every night and every morning. It's really a full weekend, so I'm going to give you a, a, a complete layout of the land for that festival coming up in the next one as we talk with Greg Kitchell. And then coming up the next few weeks, we'll be talking with my my, my pal Annie Moscow. Um, she was here actually last week. She was doing a quick run through, and she has a new release coming out. Great piano player, singer, songwriter, very fun interview, and you'll get to see what's up with Annie. I also talked with Megan Slinkert about her new release, and uh, Colin Gilmore and I played 
the same venue on opposite nights up in Colfax a couple of weeks ago. So I caught up with Colin when he was coming back through Santa Cruz. So a lot of really good stuff coming up the next few weeks. If you want to find out what's coming up on songs and stories, you can go to my site and uh, click on contact. I'll put you down my, on my email list. If you're up in iTunes, you can subscribe for free. Just look for my name or songs and stories, and these will be downloaded to your computer automatically. And if you're listening on Grateful Dread Radio or Casey Cafe Radio, just stay tuned, and this show will be on at the same time next week. So thanks for listening. I'm sure that Kiwi, the bird that we're house-sitting, bird-sitting, in case you haven't noticed in the background, she really seems to appreciate these as well. So thanks for listening, and I think instead of leaving with my bouncy theme music, we're going to go back to Craig Rayburn. Here's that song we talked about, about living in Corlitas. This is Cold in the Canyon off his Coyote CD. We'll leave you with this, and we'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time on Songs and Stories. Thanks again, everybody. Take care. Traffic's bad enough Drive you crazy Wind and rain Down in your bones Lying down to do little shopping Saw the crowds turn around I went back home Some folks stand me God money Most of us are only getting by Everybody's like so damn happy Kids all out the please look in their eyes Grandma, she won't talk Sister Betty My wife always fights Thumpaloo Nobody seems to care much Cousin Billy after all of those things he's been through Oh
Christmas time.